everyone, and welcome back to Radio Geonosis, where we talk about Star Wars from a certain point of view. I'm Angie. Hi, man. What's up, guys? And today, our our show is going to be all about Halloween and Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Aaron, you got your list ready? Uh, got I do. some fun stories? I, I, well, I haven't, I haven't dressed up in any Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> I don't dress up for Halloween much, but uh, my son is going to be Han Solo this year. Yeah! Yeah, that's awesome. But before we do that, we're going to be getting to the hot happenings this week. Now, you sent me a video. Now, that I was... You, I te- yeah, yes. You, okay. Okay, is it a game? Yeah, that was from the Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. They did, like, some animated shorts for the game, like, to promote it, and that was one of them. Doesn't that look like Ray? It does, doesn't it? <laughs> and Obi-Wan in there. I was like, what the heck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was a great... That was a crazy video, though. Yeah, it was really cool. Well, this week I will be, uh, on Saturday, I will be at the Fullerton Library from 10 to 1. We're doing a Star Wars event there. Um, I'm going to remind everyone that Treats in the Streets will be on Thursday, the 25th, in the city of Orange. And then we also have LA Comic Con coming up. Yes. Which is exciting this this next weekend coming up. Yeah. I will be, on Friday, I will be in Pasadena for a um, dance with handicapped kids, a Halloween Mm -hmm. dance. And then on Saturday, yeah, on Saturday, I'm going to be in Anaheim for a Halloween parade, which is really exciting. And exciting news, I am going to be on the panel, the Saber Guild panel, on Saturday, Sunday morning. Yeah, they asked me this week, so I was really, really excited. So I'll be at LA Comic Con doing a panel at 10 o'clock in the morning. That means I'm probably going to have to stay down there (laughs) Saturday night. Um, Also, um, leaks from the from movie nine. I don't know if you keep seeing if you've seen anything. I saw a Palpatine leak somewhere. What? I saw I saw that Palpatine is going to be a nine somewhere. I saw it on I saw it on Instagram. The Palpies is making it. I saw I saw it on Instagram. Do you think it's going to be like his ghost? I think it might be a flashback, maybe. I think it might be a flashback to one last rule he wanted or one last thing he wanted someone to pull out. I'm not, I'm not sure. Maybe they're going to tie the Snoke and the Palpatine might be. maybe together. Because be. then, you know, be, they did cut him in half it, and it kind of ended everything. It's looking right? like it's leaning toward <laughs> getting questions answered like how you wanted it. Yes. Like That's what nine looks like it's going to kind of. Yeah, J.J. Abrams have to come yeah, in there and yeah, clean it, it up. Yeah, like he's leaning toward that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, JJ, it's not me. Yeah, it's a sweep it up. Okay, <laughs> and they said it keeps pouring out online despite Lucasfilm's ec- um, their effort to keep the film secret under wraps. And now, one of the newest reports describes a scene of Ray together with her family, which includes her brother wow. and possibly a wow. even a child. What? This, according to reports, could be hers, which doesn't make a hill bean a sense. No. <laughs> Because no. when would she have had time to do that? When and did, with who? When did when did when did when did Anakin's mom have time? Well, she had time during um, Clone Wars. But wasn't it, wasn't 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 she? She was not pregnant in Clone Wars. She was she was pregnant in uh, Revenge of the Sith. So when it was Attack of the Clones, they uh-huh. got married at the very end. So then they had time for doodly do mm-hmm. during the cartoons. For doodly do. <laughs> we all know what that means. Because <laughs> she got pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> so they had time for doodly do uh-huh. during the during the Clone Wars, but I don't think you can show that on the kids' cartoon. No, you can't. So 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 Ray's supposed to have a child. So Ray is supposed, supposedly. That's what they're saying. I don't know. I take that with a grain of salt. I I, I don't know. That's gonna be that's gonna be crazy how they if if that's what happens. Or... In the words of Snoke. We shall see. Yeah, we shall see. <laughs> Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic um, engineering, engineering for remake has been shut down yeah, by Lucasfilm. Yes, yes, it has. The long-awaited ha- is not to be. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know why. It, it's because remastered games, like some games, some games have, before they remaster a game, they do like a little poll and see who would really go out and spend the... Not the sixty bucks, but the thirty nine ninety nine, and and for that sounds like a deal, man. It, 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 it's it a is. Walmart it's deal, thirty nine ninety nine. Yeah, and I, I just think that Star Wars fans want a brand new IP, meaning a brand new fresh game. Maybe that's of, what they're working on. Yeah, so so maybe that's why they, you know. Why maybe they that's why they you leaked that. You know, you showed me what they had leaked. 
Yeah. Because you're gonna see something. Because you might, yeah, you might see, you know, you might see something soon. Maybe they're cooking up something, and they and, and they can't in the spread lab. out. Yeah, and they can't spread out the the team, or you know, they can't spread out the the team that's making a game like that. Can't spread it too thin. So we'll see. Hopefully, you know, I think people really want to see Old Republic. They want to see, they do. you know, they want to see the the time of the Jedi and the Sith. Mm-hmm. You know, because we do have a big fight. On um, on ge- on Geonosis, but it's against droids, yeah. so it's not against other highly trained, trained warriors. Or yes, fi- Jedi or Sith. Or yes, yeah. Yeah. so they want to see that. I I'd like to see that. I, I mean, too. the videos you, you sent me was yeah. awesome. Yeah, thank you. All right, new photos from the Mandalorian reach back into an obscure Star Wars history. The official word is that the Mandalorian is set after the fall of the Empire and before the First Order. And this is what John Favreau is going to be doing, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's, I, he had, he actually, he actually um, released, a, like, just a quote saying that Star Wars fans are going to be, like, really, really... They already the, the, are, just the by the picture. Yeah, the, direction he's, the direction he's going in, um, yeah, he's, uh, the, he's, he's letting the Star Wars fans know that. Let's just say they have the right people in the right places now. Yeah, yeah. Instead of, you know, I, I wanted to tell you something. We talked about the movies la- the last time. We talked about, you know, how we felt about the the um, the two new movies, eight and nine. Yeah. You know how yeah. our eight. I'm sorry, seven and eight. I'm seven getting and eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about how we felt about those, and my friend Josh was telling me, you know, a lot of people complained about one, two, and three, mm-hmm. and so maybe. What what I don't even remember his name. The guy who did um, the uh, the newest one, the Last Jedi. Um, it was. Um, God, I can't remember his name. That's terrible. But what he said was because so many fans complained about the, how the movies were going, it's like as if he he flipped the table up and said, you know what? Let's just do a whole new thing. Yeah. And it turned out where fans didn't want that. They yeah. wanted the old thing. They wanted the old thing. Yeah. And, 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 and see, as a director, like, I understand, like, we talked about it too. We live in a social media driven world now. But as a director, since it's your art, you can't, you can't, or you, you have to try not to let other people, the masses, kind of interrupt what you have right. going on. And I feel kind of that's why Solo was so good because Ron Howard doesn't. I don't even think he's on social media like no, that. He just no. released a few photos as far as through the through the the, the, the company or the movie per studio, but like he didn't let that change the way he no. made his movie. So and the movie has sold really well, you know, as afterwards, far as after, yes, it has done really absolutely. well. And I and I kinda of figured that too. After the first week numbers I was like, it's gonna be more so of a, a gift movie as far as like yeah. souls on DVD hit. You know what I mean? So yeah. You can't let the fans, you know, because no, you can't please everyone anyway. So it's unfortunate that, you know, he, he let it, which I understand, too, because you want to please everybody, especially the Star Wars fans. It, it just was, it just seemed like, you know, The Last Jedi was missing a lot of key elements, like mm-hmm. a little bit of the goofy, a little bit of the, you know, the one-liners. It was the hope, missing the a hope. You, and the hope. hope. It yeah. was missing a lot, where The Force Awakens really did tap into that. Mm-hmm. Because if you... If you even in the opening scene where the one man is talking to Kyra Loren and he goes, Look how old you are, and he goes, Well, yeah. something far worse has happened to you. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, this just that opening line and even pose, you know, quick, 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 witty yeah, yeah. yeah, and you yeah. didn't see that in, mm-hmm. in The Last Jedi, yeah. and I think that's what was missing. Mm-hmm. And hope, hope yeah. was missing because nobody was coming, yeah. and I mean, that was like. Jeez Louise, man. We're so used to someone being on there. With yes, I, someone buy me a drink, man. I'm yeah. depressed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so lastly, Mark Hamill is campaigning for Carrie Fisher's star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Absolutely. Which I hope they Absolutely. are able to do. Absolutely. And, and it, it is unfortunate that, um, of course, you know, God bless the dead. Uh, condolences to the friends and family. It's been a few years now. But it's unfortunate no, it's, she, I think it's only been one. It's, it's only been one year since yeah, we Yeah, we're coming up it's, on it. It's unfortunate that, you know, sometimes certain, some people have to pass away for, for them to recognize. For exactly. The, you know, she, they couldn't do it while she was here, but, I mean, she 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 definitely does deserve one for just playing a, a character that transcends Oh, my gosh, time. an iconic character. Iconic character. And, yeah. you know, if you ever get a chance to watch the, the, the movie, you know, the auditions, 
and to see how terrible everybody else was and how she was just so perfect for this role. The minute she started reading for it, I was like, I can see why he picked her right away. Because she was... She presented herself as a princess. And, yeah. I mean, it was really, really good. Terry Nunn was terrible. <laughs> she, was just, she was almost screaming. Yeah, yeah. It was I, bad. And, 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 and the script, and I can imagine, you know, part of reading the script and it, it not wrapping around anyone else's head. Like, I yeah. Think, it's almost like when Will Smith said that why he didn't pick, why he didn't become Neo because the script was just like, I'm in this world, I'm not in this world. It was just too, you know. He, he just, couldn't get it. He, he couldn't, couldn't wrap himself around it. Yeah, so he did the Wild Wild West movie instead, and that totally bombed. <laughs> so, so I know, and you know the show is phenomenal. What show? Wild Wild oh, West. Oh, Wild Wild West. It's yeah, phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. could. He should have tapped into into that character and, and watched the shows a little bit and ca- and mm-hmm. tapped into it. Because he was almost like a James Bondish kind, kind of, of guy. guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what... I think they just wanted Will Smith to be the Will Smith who... But he needed to be on. more like Jim West, mm-hmm. you know, and tap into that so that you weren't watching Will Smith, you were watching Jim, Jim West. West. Absolutely, I agree. I agree. He is talented, and I loved him. You know, he does a lot of really great stuff. Yeah. All right, so today our show is about Star Wars and Halloween. Yes. And let me tell you, the Moss Eisley bar scene had a lot of ghouls in there. If you stop a and look... A lot of ghouls. A lot yeah. of ghouls, you know, mm-hmm. and it could have easily been in, slipped into dar- dust to dawn. Yeah. You know, it was real ghoulish because mm-hmm. even there, it looked like there was even a devil guy in there. Yeah, there, there, there is like a devil guy in there. Yeah, yeah. you're absolutely right. There is a creepy, <laughs> a creepy, creepy underworld character. Devil guy, you know, yeah. and you know, people with like half faces because the guy who said, you'll be dead, yeah, you yeah. know, his face was half. Like, and, and I think it's like an ode to the, the bar being a bar where the, the wrong guys go to. It's obvious. So, yeah, you know what I mean? So it's like those ghoulish figures, those characters had to be in the most natural. Yeah. That's where, you know. Yeah, and it, it could have fit into a Halloween kind of movie because it was a lot of ghoulish kind of characters. Yeah. And I mean, I, I brought my, my book again about the alien species. Oh, yeah. And yeah, you know, you see really ghoulish people. Yeah, can I, can I, my yes. yeah. he's going to look through that. Yeah. Okay, so what I did was um, I picked the top 10 Star Wars Halloween costumes okay. that, um, that are right now, that are popular right now. So number one is Ray. The Ray costume is the, the most Ray popular. Cop- cop- yes, oh, number okay. one. Number two is Kylo Ren. Number three, Luke Skywalker. Number four, Princess Leia. But I think more of the Princess Leia with the white outfit and not yeah, the, 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 not the, the slave blaster, Leia. Not the slave. <laughs> Although that's, the slave that, was, that is a really popular, it's uh, a popular that's what she's really, costume. Not what she's, she's known for, but the, the, the slave the, costume is a real popular costume. Yeah, it's very iconic. But it, yeah. you see that more at like the Star Wars celebration kind of things. And then, um, see, look at that guy. Yeah. And then uh, five is Finn, six is Poe. Um, seven is Han Solo. Number eight is Chewbacca. Number nine, Darth Vader. I can't even believe he's way down there. Stormtroopers, number 10. Yoda, number 11. And my lord, Obi-Wan is number 12. 12. Oh, wow. Is, is he is dis- way down on the is podium. That disappointing? It is very all, disappointing because I love Obi-Wan. <laughs> <laughs> I posted a picture of me and a gentleman I that, that. I, I met, and, I, and I've met him twice. I met him at the Star Wars celebration in 2015, and I was wearing that costume. Mm-hmm. And then I met him again at the Star Wars celebration 2017. 17. And we, when we were in Florida, and uh, I was wearing that costume again. I was wearing a Soka oh, Yeah, it was a Sokotano <laughs> twice. And I ran into him again. But I can't remember if which in that picture, if I was in Florida or if I was in California. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of funny. I think that I think that list, I think, I've seen a lot of people, of course, dressed up as Kylo Ren. Um, Darth Vader is all the way at nine, you said. He's all the way down at nine. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. I wonder, well, cause you know the thing about the Kylo Ren costume is, too, like, I think the, I think with, with Star Wars Episode Seven, obviously, the time it, the time period it's come out, Kylo Ren did leave like a huge impression on. Yeah, I think it, know, this a, we're a pertaining this to bracket. kids. Yeah, exactly. You know, the first half of that kids. list is definitely kids. pertaining to yeah, you know the first 
three. The little kids, not the, the big kids. kids. Nah, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> so the first three, the first three, like, they pertain more to the little kids. Because even as a kid growing up, I knew who Luke Skywalker was before I right. saw the... Because you hear whispers and, you know, just Star Wars is everywhere. So, yeah, the first three for sure are for the kids. And then after all that, it's maybe the purest after that. Uh, yeah. You know. Yeah. And then it's, it's pretty much a jacket. Like I said, my son's going to be Han Solo. So. Is he so excited? He is. So, so yeah, so I'm going to be grabbing uh, the, the costume from Target, I believe, on Saturday. Don't wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then after that, it's like rushing to every that's target. That's why I exactly <laughs> had to wait. That's exactly why I had to wait to Saturday because they were getting more on Saturday. And it due to that's probably a test to the movie coming out on DVD, getting popular, yeah. and then the kids wanted to play on Solo. So, yeah. yeah so, the, so the people who say that the movie wasn't very good, but I don't hear very many people say that. No, I, I hear people love the movie. Yeah, the, the I movie. have not heard any yeah. bad things about it, so no. that's good. No, and then we're going to be, we're going to be doing a green screen uh, uh, thing with my son in, uh, in his costume. Too. Yeah, you better yeah. post it because oh, I yeah, yeah, see yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so he could have it too when he gets older and sees like the, what, length, what lengths I went to. The, yes. You know what I mean? Oh, you're good, Papa. But but my thing, I didn't, I didn't necessarily have a, a, a top list of what the costumes are. I had more so of a list of like who I would, because I haven't dressed up as... Growing up, it's not that we didn't celebrate Halloween. It was just I wasn't too into the dresser. You were one not. Year, you were still in the closet. Yeah, one year I was Aladdin, <laughs> the other year I was like the Green Ranger. But other than that, that was it. But if I was to dress up as a character, it would more likely be Darth Vader. Yeah, I could totally see one, that. One would be Darth You've Vader. You've already done that because we took a picture together. And yeah, we did. Vader. I had a Darth Vader mask on too. <laughs> I, and, and I agree with Kylo Ren being number two on that list because I definitely would want a Kylo Ren yeah. costume. Um, three would have to be Luke Skywalker's black outfit. I even, Oh, yeah. We did, a, we did a costume episode. Uh, yes. That black outfit with the green lights, you know, I would definitely... Yeah, that was really... Like a suit. Yes. Whatever, like however it was tailored for him. It was almost like a, um, oh my gosh, uh, what was it, the man with the mask? A, a Zorro. Like, like a Zorro, yeah, yeah like a Zorro. Like a Zorro kind of, yeah, like kind high, of. The, the neck was really high, yes. and Chris, and, and it was tailored really, really, like, you know. It was nice. It was nice. It was really, and it's crazy. And uh, the shiny boots. Yeah, the shiny boots. <laughs> Yeah, the shiny, shiny boots, like, that would definitely be, like, number three for me. Yeah. And pretty much four, five, six would be the traditional Jedi attire would be Mace Windu's outfit, especially after looking at the book and seeing the detail in yes. his outfit. Obi-Wan's outfit. Um, uh, Anakin's, uh, Anakin's actual Anakin with the scar on his face. Yes, his, that that's episode, episode three. Three, yeah, yeah. That, that outfit is... Yeah, because it was really nice. It was almost like leather yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah I really like that. I like the shoulders on it, yeah. too. It reminded me of something like maybe like Vegeta on Dragon Ball Z would wear like if he was living on Prince Vegeta still. <laughs> uh, living on Planet Vegeta still. And um, looking at the list, uh, Yoda... Uh, Yoda, we Yoda at would be... Costume. Yoda would be something for little kids. You yeah. would see little, little kids, kids wear that. Remember Yoda. in E.T. there was a Yoda? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but a Poe Dameron costume would be would be awesome just because. Yeah, I love that. It's a, it's actually not as orange as. Everyone else is. Yeah, as yeah. a new hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you know, yeah, yeah. And, and, and all of those episodes would be Four, five, and six. Mm -hmm. It's actually darker. It's do, like a burnt orange. Do you think that's, you think that's just. No, I think it's because of his ranking. You think? No, no, no. All of them are wearing that color. Okay, okay. They're all. They're actually darker in in the, the Force Awakens. Okay, yeah, okay. they're darker. So I mean, I love that color. If I was to do it, I would do. I would do that color because it actually really complements them. Mm -hmm. The orange was all right, but that that color actually complements him. And it complements the X wing too. Yeah, if you think about it. It, it really does. The, the, the X-wing that they're that they're flying, and then yeah. also like a Finn costume would, would be awesome because of the, a Finn's you know, already popular jacket. Yeah. The 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 jacket with the, the I believe it's like the red on top of the shoulders. Right, it's but like it was the, actually Poe's jacket. It was actually Poe's jacket. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, that, that's crazy. But, but he be, only had his stormtrooper. That's uh, yeah. That's all he had on. <laughs> <laughs> he just had the stormtrooper and then the under. Underneath, where yeah. this is just all black at the, the Under Armour stuff. The under, yeah, yeah. But those would be the those. Would, that's what I would 
you know, if I had an opportunity to dress up as a Star Wars character, though, that would be my list to do so. But I do want to one day, maybe by next year's Comic Con, have a have a have a costume. I was talking to this about my buddy, talking to this about my buddy Alex too, who will be there also on Sunday, about um, you know going through the like getting a a, a costume made. So even that it even gets approved by the Saber Guild, like why know, uh, or Rebel Legion? Because Rebel Legion, yeah. you wouldn't have to do any shows; you could actually just troop. Okay, not even have to worry about doing choreographed shows. Yeah, but wouldn't wouldn't you get that bug anyway to just wanna? Uh, people are starting to, to believe it or not. I went to an event on Saturday night, mm. and it was with Rebel Legion, Five O First, Saber Guild, and Droid Builders. And, and, and Mandalorian Mercs. I want to make sure I get that in there. Okay. And a lot, there was about 60 of us there, and mm-hmm. people were working on costumes and stuff. And they said that, you know, they actually gave us a really nice compliment. One of the guys that is now leading the uh, Rebel Legion, he said that our costume standards are really, really nice. And I mean, oh, okay. and it's high because you have to be movie accurate. Yeah. And anybody can learn to fight. Anybody. Mm-hmm. It do, you can, if, if I can do it, anybody can mm-hmm. do it. And it took me a it took me a little bit of a time, close to six months, to really get it down and feel comfortable. Yeah. And it just takes that that time and practice. But if you're not comfortable doing that, you can you can join just, the just yeah just a troop. You don't have to do a show. Yeah. But you, after a while, you're going to want to because some of those folks were talking about doing it. So mm-hmm. they were talking about, hey, you know, we want to learn. Yeah. And some of them have actually started coming to practice. So we have. Um, couple of people from Rebel Legion, a couple of people from the Mandos coming, and a um, couple of people from, I th- yeah, just Rebel Legion and the Mandos. They're actually coming. We've had a couple of 501st guys, too. That, 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 that yeah, come that by. that want to learn to fight. Oh, okay. So, the five, yeah. Because the they're more so a troop. Yes. They don't do any choreographed No, we're scenes. the only ones that do it. Saber Guild is the only one approved to do it. I, I do think, and, and of course, they would probably like slap me in the face if I said it. But I think it would be dope if the 501st Legion did actually do collab shows with you guys. Like, Well, it's kind of hard because, you know, the characters that they have. Yeah. They, they carry felt, they carry blasters. They carry blasters, too. Yeah, so that would be... Yeah. That, okay, that's... Very few be. of them carry... You'd have to be a specific... You have to be a specific Sith Lord in order to be in the 501st. Okay. And that would be, like, Lord Vader... Or um, Malgus. Malgus. Yeah, or you'd have to be one of those, Kylo Ren, in order for you to even have a saber in hand. Oh, okay. Unless you're a newer um, stormtrooper where they have Mm -hmm. the vibro blade, but I haven't seen too many people with that. I I was going to ask that. No, I don't think I've seen anybody with that. Oh, okay. So is that like, is that not allowed or just hasn't been? I just think people haven't done it. Okay. Because there still wouldn't even, you know, all he was doing was swinging it. We never even saw if he fought with it. Yeah, yeah. So so don't even know, like, the fighting style in yeah, the first place. Yeah, you wouldn't know what to do. I imagine just being wild. I, I don't see it being, because you're not going to be as skilled or as trained as a no, Jedi when it comes no. to, you Because know. you were never taught. You were never taught, exactly. Right. It's kind of just a wild. I think that's why it swings everywhere in the first yeah. place. Why, why it's so... <laughs> Yeah, he got blown out of the water yeah, real yeah, quick, too. Yeah, a couple sure of swings. He, he took a couple of swings at Finn, and then mm-hmm. that was it. Man. Yeah, got... and Finn, at the same time, wasn't a skilled, isn't a skilled no. Jedi either. So. But oddly enough, he knew to hold it in his hand in a specific way. Yeah. So there's there's much to be said about who Finn is. Mm-hmm. Because they didn't even explain why he comes out of it. It's almost like they're in a trance, and he comes out of it by mm-hmm. the blood going across his helmet. Finn, yeah. So there, and he picks this up and is able to fight with it. And you notice that there's not too many just regular people that can do that. That, that, could, that, that Yeah, that could pick up a, a lightsaber and already know kind of what to do right, with it. Yeah. Right, right. So that, that's true. We don't know how Finn just has that intuition to yeah. just hold Rey a lightsaber was, like that. Yeah, because Ray was more of a, you know, she was out in the desert. She had to fight yeah. with her stick. So she had a general mm-hmm. idea of it. But Finn... No. And in, 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 in episode eight, I think they were making a reference to Ray being kind of a a natural, like especially with that scene with her, like just 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 holding it in her hand and like, oh, okay, and then like, you know, when it, when it was a rock right there, she cut the rock in half and it fell on. Right. But I think they were making reference to her being a kind of a natural like that because 
Well, we've seen her fight Kylo Ren before that with the lightsaber. Right. And I was more so like the uh, the, the rage and aggression of Finn right. getting cut more so than this one actually seeing her. Skill, yeah, because you know? he fought with it in that movie too. Yeah. In sure. A Force Awakens, he fought with it, and then he he no he doesn't do it in. Uh, the Last Jedi. Not, not the Last Jedi. He does it in The Force, Force Awakens. Awakens. Yeah. yeah. That's really... Well, we'll see. What, we'll are, see. what are some of your favorite uh, costumes? Uh, oh, my gosh. Um, I, I have to say that Darth Vader is, you know, when I first saw that, I was like, wow, wow. <laughs> but for me, it's more of... The, um, uh, Duchess Satine, mm-hmm. that would be a that's a dream costume to oh, me. Is it? Yes, okay. I would love that. And then the bounty hunter, uh-huh. the purple bounty hunter, mm-hmm. I would like to do that. Um, I would like to to do like a, um, a Padme kind of dress. I, oh, okay. I'm more of the I like the real fancy stuff. Yeah. Um, but I have done quite a few. I've done a, a Sith. I've done a Jedi. I've done. Um, the Night Sister. I did Ahsoka Tano. I've done um, uh, Barris Ophi. Barris Ophi. Yeah. yeah. So I've done these different costumes, and so I. Your Night Sister costume made a blog too, didn't yes, it? it? Yes, yeah, it. Yes, it actually got on some cart uh, costume things. So yeah, it was yeah, cool. yeah. So, so as far as as far as when you got when you got your first um, costume approved by the Saber Guild, was it your? Jedi it was my Jedi, or, yeah. Jedi? Yeah. And how did that feel when it? Oh my God! It, <laughs> I'm coming up on my anniversary. Believe it or not, I still have the paper I printed out that says you are now approved. Oh, wow. I still have that. Oh, so, wow. In, in December 23rd, 19, I'm, I'm sorry, 19, 2015. So two days before Christmas. Two days before Christmas. So was it was Christmas the best present. gift yeah, ever. So I'm coming up on four years. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I definitely would want to get one. Um like I said, talking to my friend Alex, like that's something I definitely want to do one day. It is the best. You put that on and you feel like you're king of the world. Yeah. It, it, it really was, it really is, still is such a high. You know, I put that on and I walk out and the kids just like their eyes just light yeah. up, yeah. you know. And I think that's, that's what makes it worth it, you know. And yeah. I think that's why kids at Halloween wanted to be these characters they absolutely. wanted to feel like that absolutely and you remember we talked about um costumes and we talked about mm-hmm. how george lucas did the original the first three movies he yeah. made these costumes kind of something that you could pull out of the closet yeah, yeah. and it, it's gonna go to my story that i that mm-hmm. i wrote but it, you know it's something that you could have just gone to the closet get a vest get this that and you all of a sudden kind of you're Han Solo. Yeah, yeah, kind of just put it together. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's something pretty basic. And, it, and it, I think that's what that's what made other than Star Wars being um, an awesome movie, an awesome franchise. The costumes. The, yes. The, you know, and we talked, we alluded to that on the, the familiarity. Yeah, how it's familiar. Ex- yeah, exactly. How it's like familiar in the sense of let me go to my closet and see if I could whip it up. Whip, yeah, yeah, if I could just whip it up real fast and just go out and go see the movie or. Or go, you know, you know what I mean. So I yeah. think I think that's also one of the reasons why Star Wars, it, you know, finds itself attached to so many is because of the mystique of yeah. the costumes of the outfits. Too. Yeah, and the way it's it is something that you could pull out of the closet, but yet when you put it on and you put it together that way, all of a sudden, oh, that's Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, you know, assume, everyone, yeah. yeah everyone knows. Everyone knows right then and there, and yeah. so that's kind of cool. But I came across this story. It says the great Star Wars. Halloween costume shortage mm. in 1977. Oh, wow. So not only did they have a shortage of toys that Christmas... That we spoke about, too. Yes, they have the shortage of costumes. costumes. Yeah, so as you know, October is the time when aisles in the front of the store are filled with Halloween costumes, right? Mm. And decorations and candy. But back in 1977, Star Wars was as popular as it is today. With kids, it is really, really popular, yeah. and kids want to dress like those characters, and they still do. They still wanted do. to back in 1977, and I, I think, you know, it's not only kids; it's adults. Oh yeah, it, adults for sure. Yeah, back yeah. then I think it was more kids. Now it's just kids and adults. Yeah, yeah. So I, I just said I want one. Yeah, <laughs> there was a man that uh, Mark showed me on. Um, he follows Speedway. Mm-hmm. And it's a motor, it's motorcycle racing from England. It's okay. a, it's a, it's, I can't even describe it. It's the bikes pulled to the side. They go into like a big oval. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, the guy who won it this year, 
His costume, his Halloween costume, was a stormtrooper last year. Oh wow! And he is from England, so I mean, it, it is still, yeah. you know, kids of all ages and all walks. Mm -hmm. Everybody loves Star Wars. Yeah. You big know, time. and you're familiar with it. Mm -hmm. So it, I think it was kind of cool that you know when you see this big time speedway racer in a stormtrooper costume. That just say that just yeah. says it all. Right? <laughs> yeah. That, that, that attests to Star Wars. Itself. Yes. You yeah. don't have to be a nerd because a lot of us have that in us. Yeah. <laughs> you just have it. <laughs> It's a gene in us, in all of us. In all of us. And I don't care who you are. You I mean you could be a meathead at the gym, and you still oh, uh, yeah, go home sure. and read part. Uh, you know, you read your comic books. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you just hide it. Yeah. But not us. We came out of the closet. Yeah, we're out. We're out. We're out. We're, we're, <laughs> we're let the world know. But there was a man named Ben Cooper, and a lot of people didn't know. They don't know who he is, and I didn't know who he was until I read the story. Now, Ben Cooper was a man who started a costume business in Brooklyn. He was the first licensee of Star Wars costumes in 1977. And they should have had an indication of when they ran out of costumes back in 1977 that they were going to run out of toys at Christmas time. But I don't yeah. think people put two and two together. Yeah. They, had, um, they had had success with the Planet of the Apes. So they did Planet of the Apes cartoons. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, costumes. Uh -huh. And I loved Planet of the Apes when I was a kid. Yeah. All three movies. I watched the Planet of the Apes all the time on, on a Saturday afternoon. I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was great. Yeah. <laughs> My husband thinks it's weird. I mean. <laughs> oh, he doesn't? He doesn't like those movies. I do. Um, he took a, uh, this man took a chance with Star Wars, and it was a smart move for him. And according to the article, the first attempts were uncomfortable, possibly toxic, mm. and artistically suspect. That means that they were really kind of strange-looking yeah, costumes. <laughs> and just like Kenner, Ben's company could not have guessed how popular Star Wars would have been. Mm. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, like you said, they just couldn't have put two and two together. No, they no. They did not see it coming And people, did, there was no social media back then. So yeah. let me tell you, you just, you winged it. Yeah, you, know? you and yeah. No, but nobody was paying attention. The right hand wasn't seeing what the you left hand was see, doing. Yeah. yeah. So these costumes were flying off the shelves so fast that the Associated Press ran a story about it late in October that year. And the story was repeated all over the country that stores were running out of costumes. Mm. And they were selling more Star Wars costumes, according to these articles, than pumpkins. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Possibly more than candy. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's crazy. And the, the So since the stores were running out, kids took to the closets to find whatever they needed to make mm. a Star Wars Halloween costume yeah. because um, because they their love for Star Wars and their love for the characters. Mm. And could this have been, you think, the birth of cosplay? I think, I, and I think that's why Star Wars is so big. I think Star Wars just became a phenomenon, maybe one of the first phenomenons ever. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, it, and it transcended to where people are, like, it's kind of, it's what cosplay is. This is what this sounds like. Yes. It sounds like the birth of cosplay. It could have been. Now someone yeah. said no. Um, somebody was telling me that it was more uh, Batman, a guy who wore a Batman costume. Because I, I I could I could believe that as well because Batman was older, an older kind. Yeah. Came out first in the thirties. But Superman this also. this was speaking to kids. Yeah, Superman. But I I just think you know where you would see. With Batman and Superman, you're going to see more kids wearing the plastic costumes where no, people well, took to the, the closets. And constructed and made. Yes. Like, like, exactly. I see exactly. Yeah, because you can't just go to the closet and make a Batman costume. No, you can't. You can't. But as far as like how, how layered and different Star Wars is, absolutely. Especially with the first three movies. And George mm -hmm. is a very, very smart man. There was another guy... Um, his name is Jeremy McGrath, and he is a motorcycle racer. I, I know, I know yes, Jeremy Yes, you know who is, Jeremy yeah. McGrath mm -hmm. is. But he was the birth of, like, when you see all of, like, the nitro circus yeah. and all that, all those tricks. Yeah. It was Jeremy's knack-knack. The knack-knack. Yes, yeah. the knack-knack yeah. that really, really shot everything into the stratosphere. Yeah, he was sideways in the air. Yes, he's the yeah. king of Supercross. Uh -huh. He brought Supercross glamour and glitz. To the he, forefront. Yes, yeah. and he also brought those tricks mm -hmm. you know and after that you saw people doing the heel clicker and all of these other tricks yeah. but the knack knack was was the knack knack the can can yes so, yeah, yes yeah, it yeah. all came into the forefront because of jeremy the same thing here with george lucas yeah. he really did 
he he was really smart in how he made the movie, mm-hmm. how he wrote the movies, how he gave it that funny quip, yes. but gave it still a sci-fi end of it. Mm-hmm. He dressed the people in certain costumes that people felt familiar with. Yeah, exactly. and it and I think that just really sent this to the moon, yeah. literally. That, and that and that 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 makes George Lucas a genius because he is because that's it all came from his brain. It all yes. came from his mind, but for it to be so relatable, world around the world yes just is a true testament to like him probably just tapping in knowing what the world wanted I don't know what he was smoking with either. <laughs> I don't know what he was smoking but I think he spent so much time in the movie theaters uh-huh. taking notes yeah, you know yeah, taking absolutely. notes you know and, and different movies because you don't see that with Star Trek and I mean I know there are Star Trek fans out there and I, lo- I like Star Trek too yeah. but it was so sci-fi that I don't think kids related to it yeah but Star Wars Kids, kids automatically yeah. related to it. And I think what Star Wars is, I think what Star Wars, like how you said, how in, in episode eight, Mr. Hope, I, I, kids don't know it as hope, but like kids are like hopeful. Kids, kids are hopeful. Like they're hope. They, whether, no, you can't have that, right? but they hope, you know, there's hope still. Like, yeah. I might get it, you know I mean? I might get to eat that candy tomorrow. Yes. And so I think with the kids, Star Wars, like, it, it, you know, gives you, and every, every kid wants to be the hero. Yes. Star Trek, yeah, you have Captain Kirk, and you have, you know, you, you have your characters on there, but with Star Wars, there's there's multiple personalities. And, and relatable. And, and relatable, too. Yeah. It, and that's what you gotta you got to keep in mind, is could you relate to the people, you know? Yes. When you leave the theater, it's like, man, I really relate with Obi-Wan Kenobi. I understand why he did it or why he didn't do that. And I think, yes. You know, I don't want any Trekkies out there to, like, gun for me. Like, <laughs> but, but I think that's just... But it is. It, it is. Yeah, yeah. And, and and sometimes you could be too sci-fi. Sometimes you can be, like, to where you kind of lose, like, an audience to where, like, how Star Wars came and it just... It's Star Wars. Yes. You know, you know Star Trek? It was it, all... It, yeah, just, there's just no doubt about that Star Wars is bigger than Star yeah. Trek. You know, you can't even argue... No Trekkie could come argue that because that's yes. not, it's not true. But you see, you know, when you go to a Trek convention, you see adults. You don't true. see a lot Most, of kids. No, you don't. You'll see some kids, but not a lot. You go to Star Wars Celebration, it is everybody. It's everyone. So yeah, it's, it's kids, babies, everybody. Yeah, yeah. People, are, people are, people groom their kids ready. Exactly. I'm one of those, da- like when my son was little, like when my son was one, that's when Force Awakens came out. So he was, that was his favorite movie for two years. That's all we were watching nonstop. Then the Rogue, Rogue One came out. So yeah, people, there's people who grow up were like, you're gonna like Star Wars. Yes. I don't care what it is. You but you know, it's relatable for kids, you know, whereas Star Trek, it's so sci-fi. It is really on the more of the sci-fi it side. It is, oh, oh absolutely. You know, and absolutely. science fiction and, and, and more of the, I think it speaks to people who are, who are, are like of a higher, almost like a higher intelligence. I mean, I don't yeah, even know yeah, how yeah. to describe no, that. No, I, I, I know what you're saying, though, especially with a character like Spock, who was so intelligent. Not, yes. not saying the characters in Star Wars are dumbed down, obviously, they're intelligent, but I know what you're saying. The, 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 the level of sci fi with Star Trek was way up it's there. It's really, really up there, Deep Space Nine. And, yes. You know, the whole intro to Star Trek is like. It's it's a kid really, could get bored watching I, that. And I and, and, and with Star Wars and I, and I can speak for myself being a kid when I saw the remastered one comes in the, that came in the theaters. With me, it's it's with the, with the kid you you want to dream about a space. You want to know what it's like up there as a kid. Star Wars just like it kind of you were there. You were there, and it kind of yeah. gives you hope as far as like maybe spaces like this with Star Trek. It was, you know, you, you just, just went on those missions, of, yeah, and you yeah. were like, "Oh my gosh!" And, this... and those missions sometimes were very, very boring. They're yeah, really <laughs> just checking water pressure or something yeah. like that. But with Star Wars, I remember being a kid in the theater, and it was, it was, you know, the, those words scrolling down the mask of my dad, like, "What is? Shh, just watch." You know what I mean? And then it's just you just see the stars, and it's one big shit. Yes. Oh it's my. very swashbuckler. Yeah, very. And it adds to the. It, Keep it, keep it in mind too. It adds to the your kid with your big drink and your popcorn, just like what is you know what I mean? And that's oh, I know. Yeah, that's what Star Wars for me. You know, being a kid, you're not alone. That's yeah, why. You know, that's why there's millions of fans. <laughs> 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 you 
you know what I mean? So I think that, I think I think what George Lucas did, he like you said, he was in the theaters probably, he did his road work, he did his yes. research and was like, What's missing from movie theater? What is missing from film today? Is it it's action, it's love, it's he gave all of he gave everyone at that time all that in one, so it yes. can help but to like it's a Yes, he watched those sci-fi and he said, well, how can I turn this around and make it so that kids are not going to be bored? And he sat down oh, and wrote it. And, and, and you know, I, and, I, and I, I, I remember watching a documentary on the History Channel one day. And they were doing like a superhero weekend like a Star, with Star Wars, Superman. They were doing like a whole science breakdown of how this works and that works. And it was really, you know, George Lucas, like to this day, he like, it's, it's, the, it's his... His infatuation that with animal with the the, the matronics the 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 making the 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 animals look real and the, I think the animatronics right basically yeah. like robots basically. yes yes yeah. animatronics yeah. animatronics yeah and and that's what that's what tripped everyone out is like what, what's going on like yes that looks real this, yes this, we could this, be on this planet yeah, with it, him exactly so I think with that also gets the kids attention because kids we they they like. Looking at stuff, whether it scares them or not, it's like you cut around, but you kind of look. Yes. Like, you know what I mean. The ghoulish the scene. Ghoul- yeah. Like- <laughs> <laughs> so he, he he probably understood that too. You know what I mean? As far as like, I have to take, I have to push cinematography forward another twenty years. Yes. Right now. Because when you watch when you watch like Star Trek, you you don't picture yourself on the ship, and I mean some people did, mm-hmm. but I mean more more so kids, you didn't picture yourself, you were watching it. You were watching it, yeah. But with Star Wars, you were in it. You were in it. You yeah. were there. And that, that takes a special, you know, other than a special person, a special team. Yeah. Special cast. Yes. The people in the background that you, that don't get to shine, maybe that just, of course, George Lucas he created and stuff, but like the people who are doing animatronics and are doing the makeup and the, and the, and the wardrobes and stuff like that, because that's you know, we get immersed in this world of Star Wars that, that Star Wars has its own day. You have to, you got, yes. That's how, you know, you got to really understand, like, Star Wars has its own day because... And its own convention. Millions, billions of people around the world. Oh, yeah. And what, made, and what made all of us have one thing in common, that's crazy to me. That we all have I, this love for it. We have this help, you know, this undeniable... And it's a it's a camaraderie yeah. with all of us because being at that party was you know it's a camaraderie even though we're all from different groups mm-hmm. we were there because we all love Star Wars yeah. you know and and the the people that I have met from Star Wars this last four years has mm-hmm. been uh, coming up on four years has been something I can't even tell you Aaron it has been the most exciting. Thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah. I mean, I, I did not, you know, I didn't grow up with a lot of fancy schmancy or hung out with the, you know, with the mm-hmm. high school, you know, popular kids and stuff like that. Yeah. And, you know, this, this four years, it has just been, I, I can't even tell you how many adventures I've been on, how many yeah. different things, how many different troops I've done and how many people I've met from all over the place, yeah. all over the world. All over the world. I have yeah. friends in Peru now. Yeah. Because of Star Wars. Because of Star Wars. Yes. And and, 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 and that's and that's that's what I that's what I think about is like how do us as human beings like yeah, I think it's a little deeper, but like I like I said, like how do us human beings what we different walks of the earth, different upbringings, different Yes, everything different ways, different religions, but how how did this one man, you know, and and his team of people Create this world to where it's like there's a day, there's conventions, there's yes, groups, yeah. That's so because not every there's been sci-fi movies and movies in general that's come that have come out over over years, of course. But nothing but like nothing this. Nothing like this, and you gotta you gotta it's kind of scratch it. I I just literally just itching my head right now. But like, like how did it? What what connect? What was it that connected? The familiar out the mm-hmm. how it's familiar to people. Mm-hmm. How it touches everybody and how it makes you feel yeah you know and that like i said the hope the hope the hope is what i think every one of us have in us and why we love star wars mm. so much you know because of the story itself and yeah. in the books you know like like i said mark is on 80 80 plus books now i am two books away aaron two books away from having everything in that in that wow. one book wow. in the chronological yeah. order even though they no longer count 
I'm I'm that close to having mm-hmm. all of those books, and it has been a labor of love just in the last year and a half to get them all. Yeah. And how I I mean I could tell you adventures on how I even got those books. Yeah. So, and and like you said, these last four the last four almost years, four been, years. Yes. All due to Star Wars. You're yes. Making this podcast, getting out of the shell or comfort zone, what have you. Yeah, and you're so My, right you about know, that. Yeah, myself included too. I never thought like I would have a. Uh, be a part of a podcast that, that has to do with my love for something that, like, you know, my dad just took me to the movies because he liked it. Yeah. I could easily not have liked it. You yeah. Know what I mean, before it's, it's like, hard. It, yeah, it's hard not to like too. <laughs> but for, for him to be like, you know, I, out of out of my, you know, I have two other siblings, he knew to bring me there. So that he didn't take them. You know, he's, that's, what, that's what I mean for him to even like have two I other I know kids. he'll like this. You know what I mean? I have yeah. two other kids, but I. I know to take Aaron to see this. Yeah. That that's says not a, not really a testament to you know it's a testament to Star Wars. He knows he knew that I would appreciate at that age too this movie. Yeah. You know, and, and I did. I like I had that big old pocket of popcorn. My legs dangling. You see, it. <laughs> <laughs> just missing my mouth with popcorn. Like it's crazy that Star Wars. You know, and, and that passage you read that does sound like the birth of cosplay to me. Yeah, it could possibly have been. Like I said, you know. I don't know, my, I think it was my son Bill and I were talking about that, and you know, my kids, I have to say that I, I really, even my oldest son Frank, I bought him, he went with me to see episode, uh, he went with me to see uh, Empire Strikes Back, because he was little, mm-hmm. and then he went with me to see um, The Return of the Jedi. Yeah. He, was, he was not born for Star Wars, the, the original New Hope. Gotcha. Um, but after that, because I had him at 16, unfortunately. Don't do that. Don't, <laughs> don't have a child at 16, but I had him at 16. And um, so I have the original book. Yeah. You know, that, that, but he, he was more of a He-Man fan. Mm-hmm. But I always wanted to keep my kids a little nerdy. Yeah, you know, I always absolutely. had that in me. And so my kids loved, they, they, they watched uh, the Clone Wars and they watched all, when they were little, they mm-hmm. watched um, a lot of like SpongeBob and stuff yeah. like that. And they, you know, I, I had them, they played Halo. Mm-hmm. And I, because I always wanted them to be in touch with that. Because yeah. one of my kids like, like skateboarding, the other one like motocross, mm-hmm. my daughter. I'm not sure what exactly she. She was like my boho. She would wear all these strange clothes. You know, she'd oh, okay, wear like gotcha. a striped top with flowers. For sure. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah. And she's still like that today. <laughs> <laughs> she's still like that. But she, you know, all of them have actually gotten into Star Wars in costumes. That yeah. my daughter was Bara Sophie. Yeah, <laughs> you know, she did that for me. Mm-hmm. And then my son was Anakin. I even got Mark in an Obi-Wan Kenobi costume. Oh, wow. I only have one picture. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> I've never it posted you it. You think he would do it again? No. <laughs> He's like, no. He would never put on another costume. <laughs> I had to promise him he could buy a motorcycle. Oh, and if you did it? Oh, wow. <laughs> Way to go, Mark. Yeah, he really pushed the, he pushed the envelope. A, a part of me feels like having a nerdy side to you. It, it, it's I, a good thing. Yeah, and I think it is parts. It, it, you get in top with yourself as far as knowing what you do, like how far you will how far, I don't care what you know, people think. I, I used to worry about that. Yeah, and I'm like, why? Yeah, it, it doesn't. It, you know, nowadays we all know it doesn't even matter. No, you're actually, you're actually not cool if you're if not. You're not there, you know what I mean? So <laughs> I also think it kind of sparks a creative side too. I think, yes, I think opening yourself to these brand new worlds that are, are that are fantasy, that are fiction, but yes. it kind of sparks your creativity and how far your mind can go. Your mind can go as far as someone like George, like you could do it too. You could yeah. create this immerse world and one day hopefully you know it, it takes off to a point where there's books like these yes and so on and so forth you know what i mean i think that's what i think that's kind of what the nerd culture or keeping you know a, a, a kid like i said keeping your kids like in touch with that nerdy yes stuff. you know you, and you, you find yourself with like you find your own sense of like being an individual uh, yes. an individual too you yes know what I mean? like yes instead of being like everyone else i think that's kind of what the nerd, the nerd culture kind of yeah. It's being too. your, it's being your own it's person. Big, exactly, and you know, talking to the people at the, I've been like I said, I've been to one Comic Con, well, two when I was a kid, I was San Diego Comic Con, but I was so young to even understand like the importance of it. Yeah. But even go to the place, get invited to the PlayStation Experience, and we went to the GameStop convention, then last year's Comic Con as well. Talking to the people, it's all about individuality. It's all about you know the the. 
Whatever makes them whatever happy. Whatever makes them, yeah, yeah exactly. Whether, whether it's Pokemon or whether it's Star Wars or whether it's... It's all about finding what you like the most. Yeah, and, and I a like passion those for it. Yeah, yeah, I like those stories where people are just like, I like this because of this. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, and it, like I said, it's a it's a big group and family thing. Um, I have a friend, uh, one gal that I met at um, Long Beach Con. She's now coming to practice. She's only here for a couple of months. Her name is Rachel. You told me um, on Tuesday that when she lived in Georgia, not a lot of people, I hope she's not mad because I'm going to tell this story, but she's not, not a lot of people, you know, invited her to things. And she's here, she's part of Star Wars, and people are asking her to go to all these places and do mm. things with her. And I, I thought, you know what, this is what we're all about. Yeah. This absolutely. is what we're all about. And I yeah. and I really, really, I, I was touched by that story because yeah. I thought, you know what, that's how I feel. You know, mm-hmm. people look at me when I first started the group like, oh, well, you know, you want to be involved in this? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes, I do. There's yeah. a nerdy side to me, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're not even knowing that on the Yeah, because sometimes in. you look at someone and you think, oh, no, this person can't. Absolutely. Be. You know, yeah, we, absolutely. there's no stereotype. We're all over the place. Yeah, and that's what I love about not just Star Wars fans and the Star Wars world. Just about being a, a, a if you want to say a geek nerd or you know well, that yeah. that side of the spectrum, that's why I appreciate it because it could, you could be anyone. Yeah, CEO it doesn't matter. Of a Fortune 500 company by day, Obi Wan Kenobi by night. That's right. You know How sexy I mean? is that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it's I, I I really appreciate that about, and I'm gonna say like our culture. Yeah. Is, is, is that it doesn't matter. There's no color. There's no stigma. There's no. No, color. no, and there and there shouldn't be. And, and there and is. There isn't. Absolutely. There really isn't. And that's what I love about it. Mm-hmm. All right. So next week is going to be a very busy week. So we've got to yeah. pick something. Next next week. Uh. Well. Yeah. Next week. Well, we won't be having Comic Con. Won't be next week. No, it won't be we'll until. Have a show before then, huh? Right. Right. We're doing what we're looking forward to for Comic Con. I'm gonna let you pick because I picked two in a row. Oh, okay. Um, well, we're gonna be prepping for Comic Con though. Yeah, so. we'll be prepping for it. I mean, I've got a lot going on, but I'm trying to think. I we've done just about everything, mm-hmm. and and I had a list that I made. So oh yeah, 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 yeah. Bring out the list. Let's bring out the list. But Matt Studios will be doing live. We're gonna be doing. We're gonna try to do live interviews and try to get them streaming live. But we will be doing interviews. Yes. At, at, at Comic Con. So, okay, um, we've that. done sabers, we've done mandos, we've done food. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. Let's see. Oh, we do this pages. Yes, favorite costume, favorite book. We've done favorite book. It's really. Hey, let's do which one we like. Sith, rule of two, Darth, Sith Lord, Count. Oh, which okay. do you prefer? Oh, oh, okay. So let's go to the dark side since it is Halloween. It is Halloween, yeah, yeah. Why, so let's I mean, go to the no, dark side. So we're no gonna, time. yeah. So we're gonna pick, you know, if you could, if you could be like a, a Sith, what kind of Sith would you be? Would you like to be like a Sith Lord, a Darth? Because I believe there's a difference. Yeah, the only and an that, acolyte. That is, yeah, yeah. Or a, and or a count. count. Oh man, a count is very. And I don't mean Count Dracula. No, <laughs> but Count Dooku is a Dracula-ish type of. Yes. Uh, you know, like yes, kind of. Yeah. So yeah. Yes, he was more like um the original Dracula. Yeah. I can't think of his name. A Bella Lugosi kind. Bella Lugosi. Yeah. Oh wow, jeez. <laughs> That's for you people who don't watch AMC. Yeah. <laughs> There's actually a song from a band that I really, really loved. And um, it was called Bella Lugosi's Dead. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was really a cool song. All right, well, that's going to do it for us this week. Please catch us on um, YouTube and Facebook at, uh, uh, I can't even think here, Radio Geonosis at 2.0 on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Please catch us on YouTube. Please like and subscribe. We're on Instagram. We are on, on Twitter. Twitter. Also tweet us. Make sure you yes, tweet us. CastBox. Yeah. And we are also on iTunes. Yes. So from us here at Radio Geonosis, we'll see you next time. Later, guys.